Do you like to be the first name of your sex tape? Well, if you like to be the first to listen to podcasts, you might want to check out our Patreon because now we're offering a brand new membership tier called Name of Your Sex Tape. I couldn't help it, guys. I'm sorry. For five pounds a month, you'll get an ad-free version of our weekly episode on a Tuesday, a full day earlier than its usual release. So you can be the very first to talk about how funny our guest was, how quickly you cracked the case, or how badly I answered a question. Plus, you'll get all the benefits of our regular tier, including our live Zoom records, a special shout out on the podcast, and if you really like to hear us talk, we've got an entire back catalog of extra content. Check it out on patreon.com forward slash drunk women solving crime. Name of your sex tape. Name of your sex tape. Name of your sex tape. Fancy coming along to see Drunk Women Solving Crime live? Ooh, yes please. Why not join us for our monthly London residency at the marvellous Museum of Comedy? We've got monthly shows through to June. Plus, every show is a double header, so you get to see us record not one, but two episodes with two fantastic guests. You can find tickets on our website, drunkwomensolvingcrime.com. Shows are selling out fast, so be quick. Noise. Noise. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Women Solving Crime. My name's Katie Wilkins and I'm an author and comedian. I'm joined by screenwriter Hannah George. Hello. And writer-comedian Taylor Glenn. Hello. This is where Brandy meets bludgeoning, Mimosa meets misdemeanour and Port meets prostitution. It's a true crime podcast with a twist of lime. Coming up on Drunk Women Solving Crime. She had a real horror of long hair on old women. <gasps> Take that source I got this from. <laughs> <laughs> In five weeks, bitches! <laughs> I've been Taylor Glenn. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Drunk Women Solving Crime. We are joined today by the fantastic podcaster, it's Helen Zaltzman. Oh, thank you so much. Well, it's a delightful welcome. Yay. Doesn't happen every time I enter a room. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is a female workplace. <laughs> and we will follow you around from now on. Every time you enter a room, even when you go to the toilet, we will be there. <laughs> she did it. Oh, that stream, it's incredible. <laughs> yes. well, that sounds very affirming. Okay. <laughs> but that aside, have you ever been the victim of a crime? <laughs> well, okay, there's no trigger warnings required for this crime. Isn't that a relief? <laughs> um, when I was at secondary school yeah uh, uh, people were able to borrow very small sums of money from the school library oh and, money yeah i know and i can't remember what for because i Sounds never did like it money laundering yeah <laughs> maybe but it's like one or two quid which even in the 90s is it worth is it worth a scheme but anyway Aww. i never did it but i got um a notice saying you need to pay the library back and I was like, what the hell and i went along there and they were like, well, you took out this money. It was like, two quid. And they said, well, that's not me, because they've spelt my name wrong. They'd, oh. They've got the Zs wrong. They'd replaced them with Ss. <gasps> Excellent. So if you're going to do your frauds... Yeah, so you were vindicated. That's yeah, my evil the... twin, Saltzman. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, so did you ever find out who did it? Who tried to set you up? Yeah, I think I know who the person was, because she had quite distinctive handwriting. And oh, wow. I'm not going to rat her out. The only other thing I can remember about her now, like mid '90s, is that she she had a real horror of long hair on old women. <gasps> oh my oh, god, okay. that's such a specific thing to remember <laughs> no. about someone. Yeah. What is wrong with my memory? Why can't I remember <laughs> useful stuff instead of that? Well, because that's more curious. Of course, you're going to mm. remember that. What did did, <laughs> did you ever confront her? 
about the long hair and old women. <laughs> <laughs> I think she told me about the long hair and old women. I thought I was I had very long hair at the time and I was like, oh that'll probably be me. And <laughs> she was like Yes, disdainfully. <laughs> uh, but about the money, no, I don't. I don't remember confronting her because I was a wimp. Right. Doesn't make you a wimp. And it now just I don't makes know this girl a bitch. Well, <laughs> maybe she really needed that two pounds. I don't know. Did they let you off because they went? Oh, yeah. oh, I love that they didn't notice that straight off. Like, oh, you're right. That's yeah. not your name. Yeah. yeah. You'd think we were smart working in the library. You call yourself but... a librarian. Yeah, but not a detective. Yeah. <laughs> They've never been drawn into a web of deceit before. <laughs> I just think it's very sweet that this was a system. Like, yeah. if you needed a couple pounds for, I don't yeah. know what. I don't know what. From the library, your yeah. very first bank. I wonder We've got your dinner means. money. Yeah, I'm imagining the librarian as like a fucking loan shark, though. Like, I'm yeah. imagining some sort of like some Was there some fingers are going to be broken. broken. Knees. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, what happens if you don't pay? What would have happened? I'd, I assume a, a whack with the heaviest book. <laughs> 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 and it isn't like a library for you where it just accrues interest over time. Yeah, so now you're on millions. I owe them £2.25. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But what a weird crime. Aim higher, I think. Um, well, it yeah. must have been a gateway, though. Imagine mm. what they went on to do. Maybe it was just for the thrill of it. Could have been. Just to see if you can get away with it. Because if you can get away with it once, you can do that for every single female person in the school, presumably. You could, you know, Rack she could go and she could write, deck. okay, my name yeah. is Amy Stevenson, or for sure. example. What? So, but did it ever escalate to the next level where they had to do the teachers had to do an investigation or an assembly saying we've heard some people oh, right. so was there an assembly that's when you know shit's got real oh yeah. I remember we had quite a lot of um, anti-drug ceremonies there was a policeman who came with a suitcase full of drugs which I thought was oh my brave. god brave gambit yeah oh wow yeah. oh my god I love her I suppose again we're all such wimps no one marked him I mean, for it I don't know that could have gone very differently really yeah differently. Unless it was all just, oh, I've replaced all the cocaine with like stuff from my kitchen. I, I, I didn't like, check. Yeah, he's like, yeah, I got this from the evidence locker, and you don't want to mess with it because look what happens if you snort it. Like, what's, how is that going to go? No. Like, look how crazy my eyes are, children. <laughs> and a really boring anecdote, really loudly. <laughs> <laughs> Stay away from it. Also, what's the line between like awareness building and a tutorial? Maybe that's why they didn't do an assembly about the library fraud. Right. They didn't yes. want to encourage it. Mm. Make sure you spell the names right, kids. Yes. We are big on spelling here at... <laughs> I like, yeah, do it. Do your crimes better. Um, exactly. <laughs> I'm re- this has made me remember a time when I was the, the guilty party, I will say, in okay. school. Oh, they sold donuts, and of course it involves food. <laughs> and, and they sold donuts every Friday to raise money for the school. I can't even remember, like, what part of the school it was for. Let's say the roof. But our, let's see the roof. <laughs> the leaky ass roof. Um, and the secretary was so lovely. Just she would just never put her foot down about anything. And I knew that. So I just kept going and <laughs> tick one and just go put it on my tab. <laughs> <laughs> And wow. my tab, my friends, is as big as my waistline. I just, I never paid it back. And now I feel really so bad. you robbed from your school. I robbed from my school. Also, I love a kid that knows what a tab is. <laughs> Did mum and dad take you to the pub a lot, oh, Taylor? No, honey, I grew up on Cheers. <laughs> I was Norm. Oh, okay. <laughs> but also that you could, you read this woman's psychology and knew that you as a child could, like, out, outmaneuver her. I know, but how horrible, just for donuts. Wow. No, I, I like still it. I taste it. <laughs> yeah. I think it makes me a little one. bit scared of you, I have to say. <laughs> oh, no. I've always been scared of Taylor. <laughs> How do you feel about old women with long hair? Well, funny enough, she was an old woman with long hair and I loved her. <laughs> she gave me the donuts. So. Well, at least you're the opposite of the villain in this story. <laughs> oh, yeah. If the librarian had long hair and been old, maybe the fraud never would have happened. Maybe, yeah. So we always ask, what would you say to the perpetrator now? Uh, probably still nothing because <laughs> I fear confrontation. That's <laughs> very honest. I yeah, like that. yeah, fair But also, I think uh, over the years, my understanding of uh, punishment or retribution has uh, has shifted. Okay. And uh, I would probably think, for that amount of money and the zero amount of trauma it caused me. Um, not really worth making her feel bad. Okay. Oh. 
Yeah. I've also just remembered that I used to take books out of the library without checking them out, so I'm. Uh, I probably. Okay. I probably now we're the getting there. Harder. Now yeah, we're getting cost somewhere. Them more. Wow. <laughs> All sympathy for you, gone now. Oh, <laughs> damn it. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, abusing but, the library system. I do feel shamed, even though so long ago. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, really isn't the library free? Why didn't yeah. you check them out? <laughs> oh, because often the librarian wasn't around, and I thought well, I don't want to miss the bus home. Oh mm. no, I forget. Oh, no, I forget. Uh, yeah. You know, that's a broken system then. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. that's not on you. Yeah, yeah. You just you're just playing what you could, right? Oh, like you with the donuts. Yes. <laughs> I needed them. Society wasn't giving them to me. <laughs> I mean, I think I'm going to move us along. <laughs> Thank you, should. I'm starting to feel really weird. Thank you for sharing that story, Helen. <laughs> it's powerful stuff. I appreciate. <laughs> now it's time. Drunk women I'm going to start this case on a train. Oh, okay. So, case on a train. Case on a train, guys. I was going to say strap in, but you don't have seatbelts on a train. Mm. Not where we go with this. Now, a Mr. Thomas Briggs has spent an evening with relatives in Fenchurch. He gets on a train at Fenchurch Station, leaving at 9.50pm. The train he gets on is heading towards Hackney Wick. So far, it sounds like an impossible maths question. It sounds like a standardized <laughs> test, and I'm nervous again. Yeah, yeah I just maths. I'm sweating. It's weird. Like, I kind of feel itchy. <laughs> okay, but don't worry. Get ready for a tiny amount of levity because he <laughs> enters train carriage number 69. Hey! Okay. <laughs> this is a long train. <laughs> well, yeah, actually, yeah. <laughs> All right. End of levity. Okay. Oh. Shortly after Mr. Thomas Briggs was last seen entering the first class carriage with the funniest number, two bank clerks step into the same compartment. Question, what do they find in carriage number 69? Pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> or frustration. Why do we need to multitask? That's all I'm saying. He find the, the bank people? Yeah, the two bank clerks. Thomas find Fenchurch dead. He's called um, Briggs. His, his name Briggs. is Briggs. Oh, the Fenchurch is the dead. <laughs> wow. Have you not played Monopoly? Like Fenchurch Not Street. probably with the UK one. No, we didn't have, we had an American street, so it was all based on Atlantic City. Oh. Wow. Yeah, wow, like Baltic Avenue and, gosh, we should play each other's Monopolies. And that's not a euphemism. See, I have. <laughs> <laughs> name me a sex So it's, oh, is Fenchurch one of your, your standard, I've never seen a British yeah, it's Monopoly one of the, board. it's one of the four stations. Which is hey. odd, because it's not one that it's registers for me. I lived in London for 20 years. Yeah. Literally, I had to question whether or not that was a real station. Yeah, like, Clapham is way busier. Yeah. Yeah. Clapham's like one of the busiest stations yeah. in Europe. It is. It's very God, we've blown this wide open. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, what so were they Briggs with their monopoly bullshit. Briggs had been in it, and do we know that he left safely? No, because so, my guess is they found Briggs's body. What what era was this? Had he jumped the barriers? We're gonna get to that. Okay. Ooh. So Briggs goes into the carriage. The two clerks go into the carriage. What do they find in the carriage? You think dead body? I think yeah. just his hat and his shoes. Oh, I love this. Oh, love this. the best part of a man. Um, <laughs> she's overseas. Somebody made me a vodka and coke, and I didn't. I don't know. It's almost gone. <laughs> We've gone into your reductive phase. <laughs> All right, Hannah. Anything to add? What do you think they found? Is it a dog? Did he like shake like I don't know if you've ever seen the children's oh, like, show Woof, but I used to think it was amazing how they transformed this kid walking down the road, and then they literally had another shot straight away of a dog walking down the road, and I was like, how did they do it? And it's just it's just a dog. And, and that's boy. why Hannah works um, in TV. Now. Yeah, exactly. I had to find out how it was made. Um, but I. So you're thinking some magic. I'm thinking he might have shape shifted. Okay, I love it. I hope so. Um, Helen gets it. <gasps> do, you, do you know about this? No. Okay, so Whoa. basically... Um, Seriously, hat and shoes. Well, hat. Wow. The hat is important. Mm-hmm. Let me get there. There's no shoes, though. <laughs> Underpants? You were just the closest, but so there is a the hat. Monty. <laughs> yes. So they find blood pooled on the seat cushion, Ooh. smeared on the floor and window, a bloody handprint on the door, and also uh, the women in the adjoining compartment had complained about something. Question, what? That you can't do a 69 with three people. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's more like the flag of the Isle of Man. <laughs> 
That is the most specific <laughs> Isle of Man wow. joke I've ever heard. That's excellent. Google that flag now. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's legs, right? For it's days. a lot of legs. Legs for days. <laughs> if it's just that they complain, like it sounds like a man's getting killed, and yeah. we're not able to hear ourselves talk, yeah. <laughs> like I just picture a couple of Karens yeah, <laughs> upset yeah. at the is, noise. Was Briggs playing music very loudly on his phone, and one of the women next door went in there and uh, slaughtered him? <laughs> Teach him a lesson. Quiet carriage. I've seen train fights break out over that. (laughs) None fatal though. What it was was they complained about a red substance splattering inside the windows of the moving train. Oh, what? Okay, so Thomas A red substance. How many things can it be, ladies? Like, no no offence to the ladies. It could be jam. (laughs) Cranberry juice. I'm going to complain about that before I find out if someone needs my help. (laughs) Like, Jesus Christ. (laughs) Okay, now Thomas Briggs is nowhere to be found. There um, isn't a trace of him unless we're counting all the blood, which I sort of think we should. Now, apart from blood, there are a few (laughs) other items which um, are the only other trace that Briggs left in the carriage. And I was going to ask what are the items, but you guys, Helen already said hat. So basically, it's a walking stick, Briggs' leather bag and a mysterious hat. It's a black beaver hat. Question, <laughs> what is mysterious about this hat? Ew. Was it... <laughs> did we have a date of when this was happening? We don't May? know when yet, we? Do we momentarily. <gasps> okay. I think that it was the height of summer. And I feel like a beaver hat Ooh. is possibly quite Ooh, It's warm more of an and... autumnal hat, isn't yeah. it? The beaver okay. is quite warm and wet. Yeah. I <laughs> so sorry. Um, I imagine that that's... Or maybe he wasn't mm. seen going into the carriage wearing said... Hat. Okay, yeah, uh, lovely. Was the hat massively too big or too small for him? Nice. Oh my god, like OJ in the glove. <laughs> <laughs> Was the beaver still alive? <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Um, okay, what was um, weird and mysterious about the hat was that it was the only item that did not belong to Thomas Briggs. Mm. Was he a hat thief and finally got his comeuppance? Oh, he deserved it. it. (laughs) Can't steal a man's hat. All right, you guys, you know the items. Mm -hmm. Those are all the clues you have for this question. Mm. What year is it? Okay, so hat wearing still a thing. Yeah. Ladies are allowed on trains. (laughs) When was the first train? About 1815? It's definitely after that. When did Fenchurch Street Station open? Yeah. Ooh. This is some excellent. But the listeners can't see our, our blank faces. He probably just left with no... But out. also, like, when was Monopoly invented? Because Fenchurch Street must have been around when Monopoly was invented. So that gives us a little timeline as well. And Monopoly has been around since I've had Christmas. So it's got to be 35 years old. <laughs> I love that. So Helen was like going with dates of when things were invented. And you're going with Monopoly. <laughs> I think it's completely legit. (laughs) Fenchurch Street is there in black and white on Monopoly. It was probably maroon and white. Fenchurch Street. (laughs) They don't don't have colours, the train station. I'm going to go with 1902, please. All right, 1902. do you think Fenchurch Street has blackmail material on the makers of Monopoly to get to get <laughs> to be like, part of the big keep four? Keep their brand, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, I'm still reeling from that injustice. I'm okay. <laughs> I'm gonna go for 1922. 1922. Mm. But now I'm thinking, should I go on late 19th century? Oh, I'll live with regrets. Okay. <laughs> well, you've said it, so it doesn't matter. Hi, you put it out there. Um, I'm gonna, I mean, I'm going <clears> to <throat> slap bang in the middle of those two. Oh, very smart. Happens to be 1912. There she goes again. Okay, in that case, Taylor is the closest, (gasps) but still incorrect. It is 1864. Oh! Do you know what? A regret? No, no. A regret is as good as an answer on this podcast, and we will accept it. You you showed you're working, and you get points for that. Absolutely. (laughs) The new recruit is good. Huh. Okay. Uh, 1864. When beaver hats were all the rage. So we are Victorian here mm. uh, we got ourselves a good old fashioned locked room mystery mm-hmm. like off of Jonathan Creek except real oh mm-hmm. yes please uh, can I be Carolyn Quinton yes okay thank you do we know how uh, at what point the uh, bank clocks entered was had the train stopped the at time the station frame between the two things. yeah what's the sequence of events I can't remember what the stops are between Fenchurch and where is he going Hackney Hackneywick yeah whether there had been stopped at stations 
in the interim before the blood was discovered. Good instincts. I will be able to answer some of that later. Okay. Um, I don't know the exact time frame of how long that was before the, the clerks went in the carriage. You wouldn't want to linger in 68 for too long, though, knowing what carriage is coming up. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. So this case also goes by the name of the first railway murder. Well, oh, I mean, you could say that a train murdered uh, the politician Huskisson on, like, the first train out ever. You could say that. So, and what what date was that? I can't. I mean, that's a level history. It's not still really in my brain. Uh, but uh, yeah, it was eighteen fifteen ish. When when was the first train? Wow. It's gone. Hey. It's gone. I'd have to look it up. But yeah. interesting. Well, take that source. I got this from. <laughs> um, <laughs> Another <laughs> thumbs down for Wikipedia. No. <laughs> well, people say it was train, Wikipedia. Trains can't murder. They don't care. But coincidence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Now people did get robbed and assaulted on trains at this time because there was often no corridor so you would be quite private uh but this was the official first murder not counting people that got run over on the tracks i guess uh-huh uh now people are adequately good on at their jobs on this train mm-hmm. to your point so the bank clerks tell the guard the guard locks the door telegraphs the chalk farm so it's chalk farm station mm. which was the next one uh really? on arrival weird route <laughs> Maybe it's different now. Maybe. We'll, we'll yes. never know. Too late for us to find this out. <laughs> Let's go now. <laughs> <laughs> On arrival there, the station master detaches the carriage and it gets sent to Bow for examination. The hat and the other articles get sent to the Metropolitan Police. Uh, now, Thomas Briggs is discovered later that same evening at 10.20pm. Question, where is he discovered? Oh, oh so he's God. presumably got out of the carriage or got out the window or... Or been thrown out of the carriage. Wait, and you haven't specified... He's, we don't know if you're talking about a body or he's alive. We don't know yet. Okay. Uh, okay. And All you, right. You said this is the era of trains pre-corridor. Yes. So, or, yeah, I, I don't know if they were ever corridors, but they're definitely... So they would have had these... There were basically no corridors. Yeah, so they would have had the doors that you could open at any time so someone could have lobbed him out of a door whilst the train was moving. Yes, they could. Was he shopping for antiques in Brick Lane? I mean, going on the evidence presented to us that yeah. it was the first train murder, I feel as if he was dead. <laughs> so I'm going to say... Don't point. be so assumptive. <laughs> point, officer. You're leaping to conclusions there, George. <laughs> this is why you haven't uh, gotten it. He could have just had a nosebleed, tried to catch it in his hat, and then got yes. embarrassed and hopped off. <laughs> that would be what it would turn out to be in Jonathan Creek. Mm. Yeah, right. <laughs> okay, so he's dead and his body is found somewhere. Where would that be? Luggage rack. Ooh. It's probably not. It's, it's out of the train, isn't it? He's out of the train. Well, it depends. Yeah, because yeah, I guess the door goes to the outside in the sense that if there wasn't a corridor, it's going to go straight out. <coughs> um, and if he was a slight man, they could have got him out of a window because mm-hmm. you presume there's a mm. lock on it. Yeah. So if he was quite a small guy. Didn't they have doors for each carriage? Yes, yeah, they did. But it's whether so, or not it, it, you'd be able to unlock oh, it. Right. I mean, don't you, I, maybe you're not old enough, but uh, the, the trains... <laughs> Are you from the 19th century? <laughs> I'm, from the, uh, I'm from the late 1900s. And um, the trains then, you just slammed them shut and so you could open them at any point. They weren't locked. Oh, oh my goodness. So I doubt that in 1864 they would have been locking wow. them in the train station. Oh, gosh, I just so he's been locked down somewhere about. between Fenchurch Street <clears> and Chalk <throat> Farm. Okay, so is this, are you guys all happy with your answer? Yes, if I had one in there somewhere. Yeah, sure. knowledge of, my knowledge of London is not great, but I feel as though, I, is there any bits where it goes over a canal or something? I feel like he's found in a body of water. Ooh. I feel like you you choose carefully where you throw the body out of the, the okay. train, right? Yeah, and hope it would be yeah, swept you would away or... Throw it over a market or something. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> like off a bridge. All right, I can now reveal he is found on the side of the tracks. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> okay. And now we know that the beaver didn't eat him. <laughs> didn't it, Helen? Didn't it? <laughs> now, the driver of a train going the opposite direction saw something between Hackney Wick and Bow Station. He stopped the train and found an unconscious severely Oh, injured boy. Man. Now all the services are going to be fucked. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's worse than leaves. Unconscious and severely injured, but is, is this a different man? But no, so <gasps> it is him. He is still alive when he's found mm. oh um he's the oh, chief shit. clerk of a bank he's nearly 70 oh um, he does no. not survive oh. Oh. Uh, so he dies of his wounds the following night the cause of death is bludgeoning and also his left ear had been cut off oh, oh my dear oh. that was the beaver <laughs> <laughs> was, was it the bank 
Clark's on a revenge mission. Well, that feels sus, doesn't it? Hold that thought. So it is assumed that robbery is the motivation for this case because the item's missing from the leather bag. Mm. Um, So what was missing was a gold watch and chain and gold eyeglasses, and they couldn't be found. Oh. Um, By the way, fun fact: if if we can try and introduce levity again on a quite gruesome true crime case. This case is so sensational that, you know, a well-to-do man in his, like, nearly 70s in the first-class carriage could be bludgeoned mm-hmm. to death that it briefly knocked the American Civil War off the front pages. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. You can't have it all, Taylor. Oh, well, that did you can't just like drag on. Everything. So could this be not the first train murder, but the first one they bothered reporting on because it was first-class, not proletarian class? Oh. You know, that is a good... Question. Yeah, um, that feels legit. But um, all of the sources that I encountered didn't say that. <laughs> so <laughs> I've got to stick with what I researched, but I absolutely know it. And actually, what you're saying does feed into the sensationalness of it because um, that's why everyone was shitting their pants about it because it was a rich we're not safe class. anywhere yeah and it's yeah. like I, I thought that we were safe at least but it huh. makes a change doesn't it because now it's all uh, teenage girl murders white yes. teenage girl murders that's all yeah it yeah it's mm. nice that it was a different demographic that caused the most outrage um, so the, like but yeah that's everybody is quite hysterical so you know first class isn't safe of all places so one headline said um you know now we can all ex- expect to be assassinated at our dinner tables oh, oh, wow wow yeah, that's okay. comparable isn't it yeah that's yeah. a bit of a jump and like other ones like being slain in church it makes people very afraid and a historic there's a historian that's written a book about this kate colcoon sure and she says that it to the society at the time it's like the aftermath of a terrorist attack wow. mm-hmm. like everybody is you know so shocked well and if they're reporting all the details that gruesome element of the ear there's something additional to that where it's this wasn't I'm not saying like a robbery and a murder is fine but that's a real sinister little yeah mm. and I still I'm not quite sure if that's part of the struggle and an accident or a Mm -hmm. bit more macabre did they find Mm. the ear I don't know the beaver had it Uh, (laughs) ran off with it but but Um, also I suppose depending on how he was ejected from the train it could have been yes a... it could have been ripped off in yeah. some kind of ah that's horrific true. way so yeah. it feels like a bit of a weird because I, I remember mm. someone I knew that worked for the police saying that um, if someone has their tongue cut out it mm. means they were a grass right so, right. That's, oh. so it, it, it sends a message and mm. there's probably one for an ear like right. maybe you heard something and you tell me or Ooh, something maybe it was a whistleblower or they fell out of the train or they fell out of the train yeah. their ear came out or it was the loud music thing that yeah, <laughs> it's all fitting. <laughs> um, so there is huge interest in this case in catching the killer. So because of this, rewards are offered for information. So the government um, and the Bank of England... Uh, so no, maybe it wasn't the Bank of England, but the bank which employed Briggs both offered substantial rewards. I thought you were going to say the bank witch. Like, who is she? <laughs> so the, if you're um, nice to the bank witch, you get free donuts. <laughs> <laughs> Worth a try. They So the 300... Oh, basically, there's. <laughs> they offer loads of money, is the point. Okay. Uh, now, the police have a hat, and they've been going, does anyone know whose hat this is? And no one's really given them any information. And now they're going, like, what about for £300? Do you know whose hat this is now? Because they've got the <laughs> their money. And this does help them get their first lead. Okay. Um, so the hat had previously led to a hat maker at Crawford Street in Marlebone, but then it was a dead end. Another uh, Monopoly station. Lovely. Sorry. Uh, And then suddenly we have informants after that sweet bunce. So a jeweller whose name is John Death. That is just his name. It's a little incriminating. (laughs) It's a bit on the nose, isn't it? You'd be told to rewrite that. You're trying to pitch that. Um, Gave a description of a German man who came to his shop on Cheapside on the 11th of July and exchanged a gold chain, which turned out to be Briggs's. (gasps) Oh, jeez. Okay. And then a cabbie comes forward and says that he knows that the hat belongs to a German immigrant tailor called Franz Müller. And the cabbie also says that he found a small cardboard box with the name Death, that's the jeweller, remember? From two seconds <laughs> oh my ago. gosh, imagine that being your engagement ring, <laughs> Death. <laughs> Will um, you, darling? Victorians were quite morbid. <laughs> True. They were, they were happy to talk They had about death it. rings, actually, so that would be confusing if it wasn't. What's anyway. a death ring? Oh. If you put it on, you die. Yeah. 
basically. Oh, I was trying to think the whole history and why, and I'm like, you put it on when somebody dies. Yeah. It's a death ring. They had those like, those rings made of dead people's hair and things like that. Didn't they? Mm. Oh, they were so... Well, yeah. They were like pre-placenta rings. Right. Wait, the... placenta rings? <laughs> oh, yeah, you can do that. You did, can... did you? No, okay. I did not. But you can. But what? what? You can get the placenta made into jewellery. Oh, I didn't actually know that. Wow. Oh. Can you, you not can just eat, eat it, it not like a normal yeah, person? Yeah, eat it like a normal person. <laughs> <laughs> Have it made into pills. Um, How? All right. <laughs> I'm, just... I'm sure that's true and I didn't just dream it. Oh, I'm, I, I believe you. you I absolutely believe you. Yeah, Gwyneth Paltrow will have done it. Come on. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Placenta candle. That's what we're burning tonight. Drunk women solving Hi, this is Claire Lovato, your neighborhood psychic. Putting the Claire in clairvoyant. This week, Pluto is bashing heads with Saturn and making a mess with Venus that you'll have to clean the fuck up. Sorry, I didn't make the cosmos. I just read it. Right, Tara Grimshaw, thank you for your message. And yes, I do see love in your future, but avoid Dave. He's a jerk bag. P.S. Can you bring some potato salad to poker night on Friday? Lorna Purcell, Lorna, avoid everybody whose name starts with a C this week. Yes, that includes me. Sorry, just back off until I say otherwise. Yes, that means you don't come to poker night. Danielle Nedzwecki, Danny, your investments are going to pay off this week. Just keep buying them lotto tickets. You'll get there. See you at poker night. Bring all that cash. And finally, Laura Wright. Laura, you are so right. It's wrong when it comes to friends. Why don't you join us at Poker Night instead of pretending you're better than us? Oh, that's all for this week. I'm exhausted. If you'd like to get a shout out, ad free listening, attend live Zoom episode recordings months ahead of release, why not support us on patreon.com forward slash drunk women solving crime? Oh, my agita. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Okay, so they found this uh, cardboard with the name Death, uh, the jeweler's name, in his home. And he said that it had been given to one of his children by the young German man named Franz Müller, who had been formally engaged to his eldest daughter. And also the cabbie said that he bought... Oh, I I understood that wrong. It's like, he was engaged to his own daughter. So the cabbie saying his daughter was engaged to the German person. Yeah. um, And that... And then the cabbie said that he bought the black beaver hat found on the train on behalf of Franz Muller at the Marlebone address, which had been the previous dead end. Sorry, this is a lot of facts. I'm just going to whiz through it and then it'll be fun again. Um, The cabbie gave the police a photo of Muller. Um, What? Yeah. He had a photo in 1864. Wow. I guess because they were going to be engaged. Right. I'm assuming. So the police go back to the jeweller, um, death, with the picture <laughs> <laughs> and he identifies him as the man who had exchanged the gold chain oh. okay so this is looking like it's Franz Muller obviously mm-hmm. now the cops led by one detective Tanner go to Franz Muller's house in the east end but he's not there his landlady says she's seen him wearing a new watch that also matched the description of Briggs's question oh. where has Franz Muller gone Back to Germany, maybe. Okay, back to Germany. Because he's yeah. kind of like I've, you know, I've, I've, I've knocked the old civil war off the front pages. <laughs> I should probably scalp her. I'd imagine. That's yeah. how I feel. Okay, yeah. yeah. Lay low in Germany. Mm. But would he want to go back? 
if he had left in the first place, was yeah. it to try to get money to bring back home? Yeah. Or is he trying to get away? I don't know. Ooh. America. Okay, America. <gasps> I'm going to go with America. Ooh. Any advance, Helen? I feel so unimaginative now. Where would this <laughs> man have gone? What's he got with him? Just a watch? Maybe he's gone to... Uh, Give us his... retired, you poor your murderers. Come on. <laughs> Maybe he has another fiance. Ah. Okay, so he's gone to his other. He's sausage. living a double life. Okay. An expensive double life. <laughs> yes. Love it. Um, Taylor is correct. What he... did Taylor say? I don't even remember. <laughs> he went to America. Oh, America. oh so, wow. Yay. He's gone to New York. So basically, there's this whole trail <laughs> leading to the docks. Um, and he's on a boat headed to New York, but he's on a very slow boat oh. headed to New York. Oh, never take Damn the slow boat. He boarded a wooden sailing ship, which oh. I assume is cheaper, oh. one week after the murder. <laughs> I'm just picturing like a life of pie. Yeah. <laughs> and, and is the cabbie just saying this stuff? It's like, oh, I've got I've got a, a vendetta out on this guy because he's just left my daughter in the lurch. And so I'm going to say he's got a dead man's watch. Yeah, oh. yeah. I've got to say, I'm not liking the cabbie. Um, either mm, yeah um, suspicious and um, okay where so... to gov the truth actually <laughs> <laughs> alright question what does detective Tanner do oh I assume he gets on a faster boat yes he does oh, oh yay oh my gosh he's gaining he's gaining <laughs> yeah. oh Tanner you dog so this is obviously very similar to the case that we did Crippen. about Crippen yeah, yeah. that's what I was thinking he got overtaken boat. as well <laughs> Um, but the Crippen actually happened 50 years after this. Oh, oh wow. Maybe he got the idea from... Yeah, he copied... <laughs> that didn't work. I'll do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but the detective could have got the idea. A lot of my well, life I'm actually just... <laughs> reads like that, to be fair. <laughs> like uh, Dr. Crippen? No, just like that didn't work. I'll do that. <laughs> Never mind, don't it. Um, so he gets on a steamer, which is much faster. He gets the train to Liverpool. Uh, they've got to get the warrant, blah, blah, blah. He leaves on the 20th of July. Interesting that the warrant would work in international waters. Well, yeah. Ooh. And also there's a war going on in America too. Mm. Yeah. So, um, question, does Detective Tanner manage to arrive before Miller? Mm. And if so, how much earlier does he arrive? Okay. That's a good question about jurisdiction and how did it work at that well, time? Well, he was because well, they're obviously... not what the question is. <laughs> <laughs> well, they would still... Was... No extra credit. Stop <laughs> writing your own essay and answer the one I wrote. Okay, so we're back to the maths question. So if you've got a fast boat going... Out... <laughs> yeah. No, donuts. I'm starting to sweat. And how long did transatlantic crossings take at that time? Because... So 50 odd years later, Titanic was supposed to take, what, three days if it had not been interrupted by iceberg. Yeah. Uh, 50 years earlier, how slow was a slow boat? How fast was a fast boat? Well, because it was a steamer, right? And t- Titanic a was a steamer. I like to go for the cinematic answer. So I think it, I think the detective's there waiting as the boat pulls up mm. and he knows his number's up because what's he going to okay, do Okay, nice, nice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah so you think detective. he arrives earlier, just a little bit earlier? Oh, but wait, because... Uh, uh, Franz had left a week before. Yeah, he's left oh, a week ahead. Okay, and then Tanner's got to go to Liverpool. Yeah. God, what depressing transport. Like, I complain about a 20-minute delay. <laughs> <laughs> but, jeez, I left a week earlier than you and you still caught up. Yeah, but Tanner's presumably getting paid. He's on the clock. That's true, he's on the clock. Yeah, he he's can, on the clock. I'll take the slow boat, sure. <laughs> yeah, I'll take the piano, baby. I've been meaning to read this. Two swimming pools? Is there a buffet? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'll say, I'll say that Fritz got the... First. Okay. Mm. I think it's going to be full Home Alone. You know, the bit at the end of Home Alone where the mum gets home uh, seconds yeah. before the family that got uh, the plane yeah, she should have yeah, originally yeah, got. Yeah. Okay. And I just got goosebumps. But oh. <laughs> I just love that. I love it so much. But the point is, yeah. I think they arrive at exactly the same time. Okay. Oh, love incredible. it. Incredible. <laughs> um, right. Well. Uh, None of the maths questions ever ended that way. At the same time. It was never the same time. <laughs> it would be a trick question. Uh, no, Tanner arrives three weeks before Miller. Whoa! Okay! That's a slow-ass boat. This yeah. is a real <laughs> illustration of boats and their differences. Yeah. Yes, so yes it is. He's like, oh, I could have just left later and now I'm cooling my heels in New York waiting for a ship to come in. Yeah, I mean, genuinely, if you said like sailing, but it's genuinely like man and wind power versus a steamer. Yeah, so, yeah. Okay. 
Okay, that checks out. All right. Um. So he's, but he's got three weeks to kill in New York, and there's a civil war going on. Nice. And they hate the English. Nice. <laughs> he goes to the pub. Yeah. <laughs> so he's really got to like keep his head. There's very anti-English sentiment. He's got to keep his head down. <laughs> he's like not pronouncing aluminium anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> But he's got a job to do. He's got a hysterical British public who've just realised that rich people can die too. Uh, (laughs) And they're waiting for results, so he has to do his job. So he hunkers down, he waits for the ship, and then, boom, Fuller arrives. He successfully arrests him straight away. uh, And Fuller has the missing watch. Who's Fuller? The German guy. Oh, Franz Muller. Franz Muller. Muller. Okay. Oh God, what did I say? Fuller. Did I? You can portmanteau him if that's you want. That's fine. No, no, no. I just went. No, yeah. That's oh, fine. Oh my God. I just wondered if I'd missed a, a third party. I'm not even... Don't worry. No, no, no. no. Hey, hey, hey. Female workplace. <laughs> <laughs> you wow. say Fuller. I uh, say Muller. <laughs> okay. Question: How does Muller react to being arrested? Hopefully not overly enthusiastically. <laughs> yes. I'd, I'd be a bit pissed off if I'd been on a boat for <laughs> like four plus weeks and I was like, oh, I just was looking forward to going to Ripley's Believe It or Not. Yeah. <laughs> Can I just get a coffee? Oh, my. How does he react? I mean, how would one react? Was he, was he not as surprised as you would think someone ought to be? Okay. So not surprised. Uh, I was going to go the other route. Like he, he's aroused. just out. <laughs> that is the opposite of not being surprised. Oh, I love a man in uniform. <laughs> I was going to say he like really, really plays up the drama. Like he's outraged. How dare you? Yeah. I'm a man of good fortune. I don't know how anyone speaks. Or yeah, yeah. My future father-in-law <laughs> gave me this watch. <laughs> yeah. Right. This is a bit of my family. Yeah. Does he do a runner? Does a runner. A slow okay. runner back on the boat. Paddle, paddle, paddle. you in five weeks, bitches! <laughs> <laughs> he is so mild-mannered that the detective is actually confused. Oh. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and the captain of the ship that Muller had travelled on commented to the detectives that he had just sat reading Dickens appreciatively the whole journey to America. Hmm. Which is probably how long it would take me to read a Dickens book. We all think. So he's extradited, he gets home to England, and a baying mob is waiting for him oh. in London. Question, did... How long was that mob waiting? (laughs) (laughs) Like, what is it, steamer? Or is it... We have families. (laughs) Yeah, a long old time. Question, did Muller have any previous criminal records? Oh, interesting. Yes, but not for anything violent. Yes, okay. Yeah, because I'm really not sure if he's done this at all. Yeah, no. I'm just going to put that out I, there. I feel like it, he has not based on nothing. <laughs> but I, I'm just imagining having a criminal conviction for doing something that now would be considered heroic. Oh. <laughs> uh, I don't know, stealing a dog that was being mistreated. Right, right, right yeah. Yes. Right. Okay, love it. Any advance on that, you guys? I, I like your answer because I feel like it'll just, it's going to pile on the guilt, but it's circumstantial. It's It has nothing mm. to do with... It's petty crimes, or it's just mm-hmm. something completely unrelated. Or did he have tons of murders? And he was known as the Murderman of Germany. <laughs> Phil Murderman. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to think about him. It's like, just because he's mild-mannered, like, I'm sure I've watched documentaries where there's been serial killers that have been, like, yeah, convicted. And I've gone, but they're yeah. so sweet. Yeah. So I Don feel like... was pretty docile. Yeah. Huh. They're not, they're not... He's not getting past me. Muller did it. All right. So All I reckon right. he's he's got a couple of um, convictions. I reckon right. he sells hats that are full of flip <laughs> knives. <laughs> <laughs> that's how the ear got sliced off. And that's yeah, oh. it was an accident with this... A hat and a haircut. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so he did have Move um, previous blinders. criminal records and good oh. instincts. Um, they It was uh, for larceny, so just theft of personal property. Okay. Mm. But that's Except what... this was theft of yes. personal property. Yeah. What, the ear? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not your ear. Theft of very personal property. Yeah. Okay, okay, so there's a trial at the Old Bailey and his mild manner continues to confound everyone expecting this brutal killer. Mild-mannered man. Um, he barely spoke in court. He's young and short, so he's not physically imposing either. And one source said that he blushed when offered a chair to sit on in the dock. 
there is lots of evidence of stolen stuff. Mm. There's witnesses, the ticket collector um, who punched Briggs's ticket, um, beginning the journey, and the guards, and everybody who found the body. So question, what is Muller's defence? But did they see him there then? There's actually... I had to skip some of this stuff to make <laughs> this a short enough case to okay. do. So I actually... No, I don't know that we've got a witness putting him on the train, to be honest. Mm. Okay. But we've got all the witnesses that can timestamp the mm. events. Because mm-hmm. at the moment, it's that he's wearing the watch of the dead guy, which he could have bought from the... Yes. He could have been one of the ladies next door in disguise. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah and just a, a testimony from somebody who has a chip on his shoulder towards him. Because yeah. there's a personal yeah. connection. So. so what does... Where does Muller say he is at the time of the murder? What do we know about Muller? Did he say that potentially he was at work? Or 69ing? 69ing. In, in, in a sweet irony. I tell you what, if you guys don't want to... <laughs> oh, hey, did I get it right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, he said he was with his, uh, his lady. So, yeah, his alibi is um, that he was with a sex worker. <gasps> oh, oh, he wasn't with his wow. lady. He was with another lady. Yeah. He, so was, he was doing some kind of number. He's trying to, yeah, he's hmm. trying to prove that he's elsewhere. One defense witness stated that he had seen Briggs in the compartment with two other men, neither of whom he recognized as the prisoner, Fuller. Okay. Miller. <laughs> um, Whose side are you on, Katie? Honestly. Um, <laughs> So that throws a bit of a spanner in the works, that it's Muller. Yeah. And then the defence also said that he left... The hat left in the compartment might have belonged to the cabbie who could have been the murderer. <gasps> oh, so, oh Didn't even think of that. And cabbie doesn't like his shitty new son-in-law-to-be, so it's like, Ooh. I'll give him this watch at the death box. Yeah. <gasps> Where's yeah. my cool cabbie hat? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. no. Yeah. But also at the same time, Miller has fled to New York, which feels... I mean, fled or just travelled, but yes, it looks the time. What about his fiancé? That was ex-fiancé, so I don't know what what happened there or how that got broken off. So he was just... just... some space. Yes, (laughs) he was doing a kind of revenge trip where you're kind of like, I'll put this on Instagram, I'm in New York, I'm having a great time without you. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, yeah, no, I'm back to him not doing it. (laughs) <laughs> okay, okay. So no murder weapon was ever found and Muller asserted mm-hmm. his innocence all through the trial. Question, is he found guilty? Oh, gosh. It's from... Yeah. He's an outsider. Yeah, I reckon yeah. he was. I bet he was found guilty. Because, yeah. yeah, he wouldn't have been... If he was serene demeanour, maybe he didn't seem upset enough. Yeah, Ooh. yeah. Okay. They need a scapegoat here, right? Yeah. yeah. There's no other suspects. There's a baying mob. I did mm, jury service mob. and some of the other jurors were coming up with some absolutely batshit and not submitting as <laughs> evidence reasons oh, wow. for for what might have happened. Oh, wow. Not yes. cool. Just because they wanted to wrap it up kind of thing? I, or? I think maybe we'd been stuck in a room together too long. Oh, gosh. Wow. No, I felt that when oh, I did jury duty, God. I felt like people... Actually, I feel like people... Now, having watched so much true crime, mm. they try to find things that aren't there and they don't just look at the evidence. Oh. And you're kind of like, they should just be podcasting instead of <laughs> it that way. But it is, it's an interesting thing with yeah. juries when you're kind Ooh. of like, yeah, a couple of people said things when I was doing jury duty and I was like, are you fucking kidding? Mm. Wow. But you can't say that. You have to go, yeah, interesting point, Darren. But like, it <laughs> wasn't an interesting point. It was actually pretty yeah. out of order. Wow. Oh, my God. The guy right. who came up with the most harmful and outre theories also was a bus driver who was talking about the time when ghosts got on his bus. <laughs> oh, no. See, that is inadmissible. Yes. Was, was he, like, in Harry Potter, though? Because that does happen on the night bus. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. You've got no, to check I, these things. I think he drove just a day route, so... Oh, shit, okay. Oh, man. I would watch the film Ghost Bus. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. Mm. Uh, what was the question? Sorry, Katie. Um, was he found guilty? Is he found guilty? You guys Do you think yeah. he was found guilty? I, I think he Fair was enough? found guilty. Yeah, I think because it was so sensational, they had to find... Mm. Like you say, a scapegoat. They had to find somebody. I mean, he might have done it, but... Pin it on the outsider. I think guilty. Um, okay, so he is found guilty. You guys know your stuff. Um, he wept in court as the verdict was announced. Oh. Um, four months later, he's hanged. Oh, at shit. 
street <sighs> in front of a bloodthirsty baying crowd of 40,000 people all packed Whoa. in around the narrow streets Whoa. of Newgate and the Gosh. Old Bailey. Now, this crowd are drunk. They are swearing. Um, it was apparently the biggest and noisiest crowd at a public hanging, and they were so drunk and disorderly that this led in part to a change in the rules about public hangings, and later the exhibition... So one in, one out. Side yeah. of it. <laughs> you have to get breathalyzed before yeah. you can watch. Um, it was banned, so they only happened behind the prison walls Ooh, after this. Wow. Oh, I thought it was um, going to be like at football matches, you can't be in the stands with beer anymore. Like, you're not allowed to drink beer in the stands. Well, you have to drink it and then go and sit in the stand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're going to have to finish that before the hang-in, sir. Yeah, yeah well, that's what I figured. I yeah. figured that it might be like you can have a drink in the pub, but you're not allowed, like, no glasses outside after 11 yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Um, question, do you guys think he did it? Are we liking that cabbie for it? I don't think he did it. And I'm still dubious of the bank clerks who've kept very quiet this whole oh, time. Yeah, because we've only got their word that they found this bloody scene. Mm. What if they did it? Yeah. Was, uh, yeah, because I'd be interested to know if there was any link between them because they're, they're both in banking. I think they worked in the same bank. Oh, shit. Okay, well, it was definitely them. And he was there like... You know, he was a superior because he was 69. He was 69. (laughs) Um, 69 plus one. Yeah, Yeah, the cabbie, those guys. Ladies um, next door. Yeah, because those guys might have wanted, you know, his job. They're like, we'll get promoted. Wow. Um, Maybe some other chicanery. It's a lot of workplace grievances. Exactly. So now, according to my source, Muller cut a dignified figure as he made his way to the scaffold. And according to his priest and confessor, he made a last minute confession to him saying, Ich habe es getan, um, which is I did it in German, moments before he swung. But, or did he? Mm. Because we've only got like this, you know, this other guy's word for it. And yeah. obviously they are really trying yeah, to... Yeah, that's a fucking priest that lives for drama. <laughs> yeah, not like that's not And true. also they're trying to be like, yeah, we've got the guy. Yeah. You know, yeah, we yeah, haven't yeah. just it's, killed an innocent yeah, man. Yeah, they might pay off that priest. Like, yeah. I don't put too much... Yeah. Yeah, rich people can live forever now. The priest has decreed. Yeah, yeah right. There's a priest with GCSE German. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he said it was... It was me. Like, yeah. <laughs> I did yeah. a semester abroad before I was the priest. <laughs> he said and... it. <laughs> I also just wonder how many of people's reported last words are non-bullshit. Yeah, because oh. we don't really have... Yeah. Yeah, Someone's you can write worked. history. That's the one thing you get to do if you're working yeah. near the executioner. Because you mm. need a little bit of... Oh, yeah, I'd really um, fuck with people. If I, was, yeah. I mean, their, their last words. <laughs> it was, it's Chico time. <laughs> so, historian uh, Colquhoun said that despite the convicted killer being hanged, the Victorian public never felt they got the full story behind the bloody killing. Um, and she, she says in her book, my feeling is that Muller did it, but that he didn't set out to murder. She said perhaps it was a robbery that went wrong and he didn't think that he had killed Thomas Briggs and that would account for his surprise when he was arrested um, but it was a prickly story for a hugely interested British public mm. and although they felt they'd got their man they never quite felt, felt they got to the bottom of it now final question what happened with the civil war <laughs> <laughs> as a direct result of this murder what invention was henceforth and is now still on all trains oh is it like the alarm cord yes it is oh! Wow. We got some health and safety. Yay! It's a bit late when you're being thrown off a train to pull it. Yes. Yeah, isn't it? Yes. You've got to grab it on the way out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, oh, so, because the argument at the time was that if Briggs had been able to pull the communication cord, he might have been able to save his life. And mm. if anyone wants to know more about it, there is a book by Kate Colquhoun, if I'm pronouncing her surname wrong, I apologise, called Mr. Briggs's Hat. Oh wow! Oh. Hats or everything, and and maybe if you see a red substance, assume the worst, <laughs> mm, yes. and report it. So we don't know for sure whether Muller was the real murdering man. No, well, oh. I mean, I the- do. I do in my heart. <laughs> Interesting that the historian, who has obviously had more than sort of forty-five minutes to talk about it, mm. has come to the conclusion that he maybe did do it. Yeah. But then also, mm-hmm. I kind of think that if it's like he did it, but he didn't mean to kill him. There's a lot of blood going on there. Yeah. And that kind of escalates. That's an ugly accident. Yeah. And how could yeah. you think that you've not killed someone that you've chucked from a train? Yeah. And also, mm-hmm. what, what if? <gasps> Go on. 
what if he just stole his shit, got out of the there, and then the bankers killed him, him, always meaning to kill him, and it was a very convenient. Yeah. He's just been robbed. Don't blame it on the immigrant. Tale is told told as time. (laughs) I've been Taylor Glenn. (laughs) Drunk women solving crime. Listener crime. Hi, Taylor, Katie and Hannah. I wanted to submit my list of crime. Here goes. I live in a student flat. I'm a first year PhD student and my other flatmates are all undergraduates. I was shocked to discover that my ice cream, not just any ice cream, Ben and Jerry's non-dairy cookie dough ice cream to be exact, had gone missing. Oh, God. Yes. So sorry. (laughs) <laughs> the night in question I'd left the half eaten tub of ice cream at the top shelf of the freezer as my shelf was too full with frozen food the next day I discovered the tub was missing I have asked my flatmates if they ate the ice cream and they've all denied it they also had a party that night which widens the suspect list oh. have oh, my flatmates parties. stolen my ice cream and are trying to gaslight me into thinking that maybe I have the ice cream I've eaten it after all being a PhD student has made me an outsider in the flat or did someone at the party oh. do it I would love to hear your thoughts love the podcast and can't wait to see you guys live again from oh. Anna thank you oh, Anna. Anna well Anna as somebody who used to steal food <laughs> <laughs> we've come full circle tonight I would say you always need it's helpful to have that degree of separation so whether it's a well the school owns the donuts they're not friends sure or they're a friend of a friend's I, I really do think it was somebody at the party who yeah got a little peckish I at mean, the end of the night or stoned whatever okay. yeah it's definitely a party guest right yeah it's people, just hmm. people are chaotic at parties i remember i lived in a shared house in 2004 and we had a housewarming and a temporary housemate's friend threw one of our balcony chairs off the balcony <gasps> to four floors below oh no and, it, and i think the friend paid for it rather than the perpetrator because she was the one living in the house oh, having to face the chair owner yeah wow anyway, can't trust parties I mean that is okay. that's very rock and roll how yeah. fun chair <laughs> <laughs> we can see it fly yeah. Yeah. oh boy I mean Anna I've got to say I loved the humble brag in the middle of that is it because I'm a PhD <laughs> Is it because I'm Dr. Ice Cream? (laughs) (laughs) These guys are being such assholes. But, I mean, also, who is stealing dairy-free ice cream? Grow up. Oh, that's tough. (laughs) Is it good? The Ben & Jerry's one is good, yeah. Okay. It's it's extra mean because it's harder to, you know, you can't always get the So we're looking for someone that's lactose intolerant, perhaps. Well, no, we're looking for someone that doesn't care that someone else is and they're taking their special... Yeah, their opportunities. Oh, my God, we're talking... for a monster yeah we are or just a drunk person I think it's a drunk monster (laughs) you don't want ice cream when you're drunk though that's the last thing I would go for especially with what sounds like a freezer chock full Uh of frozen food items and I would go straight for a ready meal I had a a drunk friend as a teen who would eat like a full sort of two litre Sainsbury's chocolate ice cream top. Really? Yeah. Oh, like three in the morning. I'm just such a savoury person I forget. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We, we all, all right. have our own. I think we've solved it. Ooh, yeah. It was a drunk person at the party. Yeah, don't yeah, blame the I'm... don't blame the flatmates if you're still it, in touch. We're not yeah. solving Anna's feelings of grievance because no. we can't. It's, <sighs> no, it's, just take You've just got to mourn that ice cream. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hope you found on. another tub. Yeah. Even though it will never replace the previous <laughs> tub. <laughs> also, I found out a fact the other day, which I didn't know, but everyone else knows apparently, about Ben and Jerry's, about, you know, Cherry Garcia. Mm-hmm. I, oh, thought, yeah, no. I thought that a Cherry Garcia, I thought that a Cherry Garcia was a type of cherry. Yeah. But it turns <laughs> out. Yes. Yeah, right? It turns oh, out. Hannah's the youngest one in the group. She's but so naive. It's <laughs> a man. If you can believe it, called Jerry Garcia. Oh. And it was named after him. The only reason I know that is because I googled what happened on my birthday. And on the 29th of July, like semi cards, fine. Um, that's when it happened and when that flavour was named wow. after Jerry Garcia. Because oh. they don't usually name the flavours after ingredients, so that should have been your clue. Oh my God. But I... Did you know about the Grateful Dead and you just didn't know his name? No, I just I di- I didn't know about the ice cream. I didn't know about the Grateful oh, okay. Dead. I didn't know about types of cherries. Welcome oh, to so what much. it's like living in another country all the time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Oh, Chica, what? <laughs> All right. Well, I, Anna, I hope that's helped. <laughs> yeah. We have just enough time. Helen Zaltzman, what yes. are you up to? Where can we find you? Oh, well, I make a podcast called The Allusionist with an A. And you can yeah. find that on the internet where the podcasts lurk. Or awesome. Or theallusionist.org where that specific Tell us more about what it, what, what's it about. Oh, it's an entertainment show about how language works. And that sounds already like a thing that's boring. But uh, yeah, that's I mean, boring. have you done an episode on Jerry Garcia? <laughs> I haven't. I wouldn't yeah. say I have a great deal more knowledge about Jerry Garcia than you. Okay, which is not a lot. Uh, you definitely do have more knowledge than Hannah. <laughs> He's got an ice cream named after him. Where are you there? <laughs> but I'm also a lot older than you, so. And he owns a restaurant called The Grateful Dead. I don't know. I have no idea who this guy. The Grateful Bread. <laughs> it's sandwiches. The Grateful Dead was the follow-on from Death Jewelers. <laughs> oh my god, The Grateful Bread as a sandwich shop name is incredible, and you should open it. Me in Canada. Yeah. In Canada, get I'm not that. ready. I'm not ready to run run a commercial business. <laughs> or the grateful bread, which only sells raisin sandwiches, and that will go out of business within a day. <laughs> Worth it though for the pun. Yeah, mm. everyone will enjoy it. Puns are in lives. <laughs> well, and just <sighs> remains for me to say thank you so much for joining oh, us, thank Helen. You. Thank you for having me. Drunk Women Solving Crime is produced by Amanda Redman. Music by The Lion and the Wolf. If you would like to, you can follow us on Drunk Women Pod on Twitter. On Facebook and Insta, we are Drunk Women Solving Crime. And please review us on Apple Podcasts. And also, if you have a crime that you would like us to solve, write it on a review on Apple Podcasts as well. Thank you to ACAS and thank you for listening. Bye! Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.